Good afternoon, everybody. It's nice to be back here at 6 p.m. Mass. It's been a little bit under two years to celebrate the, the solemnity of Corpus Christi. A great day as the church when we look to the great gift of the Eucharist, Christ's body, blood, soul, and divinity under the appearances of bread and wine. The Eucharist is Jesus' gift of himself to us. It's the gift of the bridegroom giving his very body, his very blood, to his bride, the church. We can reflect on this if we want, but I want to look at it from a different perspective. Instead of focusing so much on Christ's gift to us, instead, what part do we as a church, and specifically as individuals, play in this gift-giving. Of course, we are here to receive the gift, particularly if we come to Mass and receive Holy Communion. But there's another aspect that if we really spend time reflecting on the nature of the Eucharist that we should see, that whenever we come to Mass, come to receive the gift of the Eucharist and to worship, we're here to make a gift of ourselves. We should be desire in our hearts not just to come to get something out of Mass, even though that's a good thing, but instead we are here to give a gift of ourselves back to Jesus, of our hopes, our desires, our dreams, our mind, our heart, our very being to place it on the altar and to give it to Jesus. But the truth is, if we're honest with ourselves, we're going to realize that quite often the gift that we desire to give often falls very, very short. If we look at the course of the week and all the ways that we tried to be holy, we tried to follow Jesus, we tried to prepare to come to Sunday worship, we realize that a lot of the times it is filled with imperfection. When you look at all the sins and the ways that we fail to love God and our neighbor over the course of the week, the time that we were too busy to spend time, even a few minutes, in prayer with the Lord, or the times that we put other things, primarily ourselves and our own desires, before God. So many ways that we didn't do our best. And so when we come to Mass and we think about it, so often our gift is weak. It's imperfect. And in fact, we may feel even ashamed to bring it into the church or to place it before the Lord's altar. So my question is on this solemnity of Corpus Christi, how do we come to terms with that? Recognizing the fragility and the imperfection of our gift, but still be willing to come to bring it to Mass, to be able to bring it to Jesus as the gift that we offer. And I'm going to propose that in order to understand this and how to be able to do this properly, we've got to look at a part of the Mass that so often we don't even really pay attention to. It comes after the liturgy of the Word and right before that liturgy of the Eucharist, and it's the presentation of the gifts. It's 
back in the back of church where we have the ciborium with the hosts and where we have the cruets with the water and the wine. And so what happens is normally someone from the congregation brings up the gifts, the bread and the wine, the work of our hands. That will become, through the prayers of the priests, the body and blood of Jesus, symbolizing what we bring to the sacrifice, our own gifts. But not only do we not really pay attention to that part of the Mass, so often we don't actually pay attention to what we bring up in a very practical, real way. And so as I was preparing for this homily this week, I thought about it. So I never really use props. I'm going to use some today. So right here, we've got a little sleeve of the hosts, the little white wheat host that we use for Mass. These things taste terrible. They don't have any flavor. They are dry. They are bland. No one wants to eat these for snacks. They don't. This is not a little sleeve of Pringles or Ritz crackers. Those actually taste good. This is pretty pathetic. But yet, this is what we bring up to Mass. However, as bad as it is, it's not as pathetic as the wine that we use. This is warm white rosado. I don't even know what rosado is. And it's a screw cap. Nobody likes this wine. This is like the, this is the, this is when you go to the gas station at the very bottom with the yellow tail. This is where you find that. The only people who think this is good wine are people who likes Boone's Farm and Strawberry Hill. This is not Camus, and we're not having some delicious fresh bread with it. But yet, this is the stuff that we use in this parish, and most parishes use. You wouldn't touch it outside of Mass. So besides the fact that, boy, oh boy, as nice as it would be, having some silver oak for every Mass would end up really putting a big dent in the budget. There's a symbolism for why we use it. Because it symbolizes the weakness and the pathetic nature of our gift. We're bringing up the bread and the wine, and maybe we want to use the best thing, but so often it's not. It's the lowest level. It's something we would not consume or give to our guests when they come in the house, but yet we bring it to Jesus symbolizing that imperfection and fragility of our gift. And guess what? Jesus still takes it. The priest never says, oh, no, we're not taking that. I'm only using the best stuff. No. At every church around the world, at every mass, the priest takes it and it becomes the body and blood of Jesus. The worst bread and the worst wine become his very body and blood. And so in the same way, when we come to Mass with that weak, pathetic offering of our lives and all the ways that we fail to achieve perfection and greatness, the Lord still takes it. And He still transforms that gift and is so delighted that we bring it because He sees our goodwill. He sees that we've tried over the course of the week. He sees that this is often the best that we can do, and he doesn't reject 
the gift. The problem is, we often are the ones who have the problem with it. Not Jesus. And so as a result, when we look at everything, that we find our gift is imperfect, that it's not the best, that we failed, so often people say, it's so terrible, I'm so terrible, I'm not even coming to Sunday Mass. I'm not even going to participate. And the spiral goes even further down. They hide out of shame. They're ashamed of the gift to bring to Jesus because they're fearful that the Lord would reject the gift. Instead of saying, yeah, Lord, this is the best that I can do. I messed up a lot, but here it is. You see my heart. You see my goodwill. And I'm doing it because I want to give that gift to you. If you want to understand what it's like, it's like the kid who spends some time and draws this painting or draws a picture for his parents and they bring it to the parents and it's the best they can do. It's not Michelangelo, but you're not going to tell your kid that because you see the goodwill that your child had in his heart and wanted to bring that to you. And so as a parent, you delight in that gift. It's the same thing. God looks at it and he doesn't say, I care, I'm not taking this picture. You didn't color within the lines. He's delighted. Why? Because Jesus is not, our God is not a just critic, but he's a loving father. He sees the gift that we want, he wants to bring to him, and he takes it and he puts it on the refrigerator. He puts a little frame around it because he sees our goodwill. One last thing before we land the plane. This all sounds great, but the reality is that sometimes we do more than just make small little mistakes, more than just little peccadilloes and imperfections. Sometimes we commit mortal sin. We get engaged in stuff of what we call in moral theology grave matter. What do we do then? Do we run and hide? Or do we say, ah, oh, it's not a big deal. Let me just come to the altar and receive communion like it's nothing. I'm going to do my best to extend the metaphor. But for you theologians out there, you realize that the metaphor, the analogy is not exactly perfect. It's like taking the bread and you look at it and you realize, boy, oh boy, it's been laying out for a long time in a very humid area. And so there's mildew growing on it. You're not going to bring that up. Or you got the wine, you've left it open too long from that party three weeks ago. And you taste it, and it tastes like vinegar. It's spoiled. You're not going to bring that up. You want to bring something at least that is edible. And whenever we commit grave sin, it's like the mildew on the bread or the, the nasty vinegar in the wine, and we got to go get something else to transform that, to go down to Champagne's and get something a little bit better. And that's going to confession. For the big stuff, that's when we go to confession. And the Lord said, I want your gift, but let's get this cleaned up a little bit first. Let me give you something that you can bring. Let me, you know, it's like dropping the crackers on the ground. Let me scrape them off a little bit so you can eat it. That's the fly and the wine, whatever. Let's pull that out so we can drink it. Maybe you wouldn't drink it if there was a fly in the wine you took out. You just wouldn't let anyone know you did it. <laughs> the point is, we got to go to confession first, and then we can come bring the gift. Still come to Mass. 
still come to Mass, but say, Lord, I need to go to confession first because this gift's even a little subpar. The expiration date's about three years past. But when we do come to that altar, realize, no matter how imperfect the gift is, the thing that really transforms our gift, and the really thing that transforms us, is when we receive Christ's gift. From the meager thing that we give to him, he changes it and transforms it and gives it back to us. The medicine for our weak hearts, our weak wills, our broken flesh that helps to conform our gift, our very hearts, our very selves, to the image of Christ, the perfect man, God made human. Amen.